black bodies swinging in the southern breeze. Please inform us the purpose you curse us. This blood you thirst, why do we consistently quench, instinctively clench when we see you? Whether it's a barbecue or street vending, it's you pretending to be concerned. Yet it's your lack of discernment that leaves us riddled with bullets. And you claim your intentions are sincere. Where? The invention of fear is fictitious, but I guess a nigga will always trigger suspicion, not to mention the lynchings. That has yet to be made a hate crime, despite nearly 200 times put up to vote. And you wonder why black people don't vote. Yet you tote this shame with pride. Who are you to decide who live or dies? The lies you mass broadcast has a vast perception on how we're viewed, pursued, without the benefit of the doubt. That's why Oscar Grant got bullets. And Dylan Roof got taken out to Burger King. I guess the evilest people do the kindest things. Or why a lady singing the blues caused the major scene, prompt the FBI to set up frivolous things in the pursuit of liberty, justice, y'all know the routine. But it's just us, your justice seems to evade. You can't take it when the evil you conjure meets you face to face. What, are you afraid of the fruit you produce? What, is it strange? Do it leave a stain? On the fabric you try so hard to maintain Remove the disdain by way of miseducation and force No morale to appeal to Because it's non-existent Of course it's deliberate To make you see your crimes But what happens when we stop singing And get convicted for really doing the crime Is this the image depicted that scares you shitless? Descriptive memories paints these histories. See them swing. The scent exude in twisted mouths, eyes protruding. Blood is on your hands. A horrid hue has stained this land. And there will be retribution. Southern trees bear strange fruit. Blood on the leaves and blood at the root. Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze. Strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees. Pastoral scenes of the gallant south. The bulging eyes and the twisted mouth. Scent of magnolia sweet and fresh. Then the sudden smell of burning flesh. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck. For the rain to gather, for the wind to suck, for the sun to rot, for the trees to drop. Here is a strange and bitter crop. You're listening to Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who 
who's holding you with you, with you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. I hope everyone's day is well. And I hope you are a better version of yourself today than you were yesterday. Spoken Soul Sessions family. It's a pleasure to be here today. And uh, today, we remember. We remember the trials, the persecutions, the atrocities that has plagued our people. You know, I was doing an interview with the great Ed Mabry. And in the discussion, we were talking about reviving certain poems. Bringing that awareness up. We were speaking about how Gil Scott Heron, uh, the revolution won't be televised. Poems like this needs to be reinvented to remind the people because we're we're facing some of the same atrocities that we faced in the past. And shout out to two friends of mine. My my two homegirls, Rashida and Sana. We were having a conversation and they hit me to uh, a movie that was playing on um, Hulu I think all you guys go check this movie out uh, uh, the movie is entitled Billy Holiday versus the United States but it's on it's on Hulu definitely a great movie you know a great movie and um, I think that it brought a lot of awareness awareness that had been forgotten awareness that had been forgotten about what happened and the trials that she faced for just singing a song for just singing a song a little history about this song strange fruit a very descriptive song Detailing, you know, what happens when a person get lynched. The song 
was actually a poem. It was it was converted into a song, and it, the the poem was written by a one Abel Mirapol. He went by the pseudonym of Lewis Allen. Some of you guys may know him as that, but he wrote the poem. And the crazy thing about this poem, about the author rather, who wrote the poem, because Billie Holiday, she made the, she pretty much made the song famous. Time Magazine said that this was the song of the century. And uh, Mirapol, he, it, it, it just, it blows me away. The, that he was a Jewish a Jewish man he was a Jewish white man who wrote this song and he had said that he had wrote the poem after he had seen some photographs of a lynching and it it moved him to write this now this this poem is so descriptive but you notice one thing about the poem that it never mentions lynching not one time. So when you look at it, what was the what was the FBI's beef about this poem? What was their big beef about it? I mean, this it was a song. This is a jazz singer. She makes a living singing. Why did why did they make a big fuss about this song? I'll tell you. The one thing about this country that you have you have perks in this country. I mean, you have liberties in this country that you wouldn't find in other places for some, not for all. But this this country has a has a history of throwing rocks then hiding their hands. You know, throw rocks, you hit somebody and then you hide your hands. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. You cannot erase this history. You cannot erase this pain. It's this history that causes black people to suffer the way they suffer in today's age. Some people don't don't they don't really recognize it. They don't recognize it because you you going with the everyday hustle and bustle and you know you're to and fro all day so you're not really paying attention but the same things that Malcolm X was speaking about in the 50s the 60s same thing Martin Luther King Mega Evers I mean the list goes on and on the same things the same atrocities the same atrocities is still happening today. I remember uh, a few years ago, I listened to a, a, a documentary. Not It wasn't even a documentary. It was a lecture. Because you can go on YouTube and you can listen to the old lectures of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. You can you can find old you know, lectures when they were speaking, public speaking engagements that they had. and And Malcolm was speaking about I forgot the name of it, but he was speaking about the same things that was going on today. And this was a few years back, 
about the Gestapo tactics, about how they come in your community, frisk you, invent crime on you, invent, they they pull you over. Oh, I smell, I smell marijuana. I do this. I, I, you know, it's a big game. It's a big game. And it's, it's, it's pitiful. It's pitiful when you have this ideology that tries to be the leading the the face or the leader of humanity civil rights and human rights you find you find this country in the business of countries all over the world talking about they're going to make their country better liberate their people but then here in america right here in america we're not liberated we're not liberated Every war America has fought Every war America has fought Has been fought Alongside black people Alongside black people World War One, Two, Vietnam Every war Every war Black people has fought But come back And are treated Like second class citizens Second class citizens The poem in the beginning Of this show Was my attempt To revive This poem Because I think it's just so Relevant The re- it's relevant You don't see the physical lynchings Although it still happens You don't see the physical lynchings As rampant as you, you would see it back then But there's a different form of lynching Different forms When you assassinate the character of a people Where you have The people of the of the society Looking at, this pe- at these people Because of the, the color of their skin as less than or criminalizing them for the color of their skin so many instances just just about not even like 6 months ago the uh the woman who accused the uh 16 year old kid of stealing her cell phone and when she finds out that the kid didn't take the cell phone that she left the cell phone in the cab she says, oh, 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 now that uh, I may, I, I find my phone, y'all find my phone after I accuse him like it was a conspiracy. And because he was black, he took the phone. iPhones is one of the biggest selling phones in the United States. There's more than one iPhone. But because he's black, because the color of his skin, all the other people in the hotel You did it Why did I do it? Because you're black And this is by way of media The question is Is it justice? Is it justice? We say justice is supposed to be blind The depiction of justice In the court building You have a woman Blindfolded Holding a scale 
trying to signify that there's no underhandedness. I can't see what's going on because I only see justice. This is this is the the depiction or the logo that they use to represent what this country stands for. But where's the justice for us? Where's the justice for us? And it's not in our head. How come every time we we get stopped by the police, the situation can escalate into us dying? You got you got other people, and this is not an attack on white people, because to be honest with you, they're victims too. This is a system. It's a system. And if we if if we're talking about human rights, all of us being equal, if we're all American, then why so much? bigotry why so much prejudice why so much racism racism you see prejudice bias is something that we all have in us it's something we all have in us we all have our own preferences we all have our own biases but racism is the, is the power, the ability to be able to affect someone else's life. Someone you can you can change this person's whole living experience because you have the power to do so. You don't know what it is to be black. You don't know what it is to walk to, to wake up every single day and when you go outside you're the you're the you're the sore thumb if anything goes wrong you did it you know so it's like if this country is supposed to stand for something if it's supposed to stand for justice why do this justice it keeps evading us countless examples where's the reparations for the for the town of greenwood where's the reparations or the or 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 or, or the dozens of different towns that was destroyed because of racism and you cover it up by way of miseducation or force you cover it up we got to protect the, the fabric of this country. We have to protect the fabric of this country. America is not a racist country. Let's make America great again. Again. At what point in time was it great for us? It may have been very great for you. But if it's going to be, if we're going to, if we, if we're going to be together, then let's be together. You love black. You love to profit off black, black culture, black pain, black heartache, black shame. You want to, you, you want to capitalize off black, but you don't want to be associated with black. 
you know, I found it ironic. I was I was on TikTok. And I don't know if you guys are familiar uh with Kanye West's album. I believe it was Yeezus album. But he had a song, he had a track called Blood on the Leaves, where he had took a sample. He had took a sample of Nina Simone singing the, the song uh Strange Fruit. Blood on the Leaves And um, it had a nice little loop to it But then someone else took that loop And they made a song And it was using that loop But if you knew that Kanye song You knew where that loop came from Because I think Kanye was the first one To use that loop like that But The TikTok video Was showing a white guy And he was dancing To that song and when I seen when I seen the video, it it, it kind of it made me angry. It made me very angry. It made me very angry because this 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 poem or song that was sung it was it it had a message to it. It was a, it was a a very deep message that was being brought to br- to bring awareness to what was going on with the lynching in this country. And here you have this guy He may be oblivious to what's going on But he's getting it He's dancing And he's dancing on the part when Blood on the leaves Blood on the leaves And I'm like How disrespectful But he probably didn't know But how disrespectful To take that I wouldn't like to be honest with you I'm just keeping a buck That song Has so much significance That I wouldn't Me personally as an artist I wouldn't do anything with that song Anything But make something That that brings awareness To the contents of that song You know Bring awareness Cause it's like It's like a spit in the face Of Billie Holiday Of uh, uh, of Lewis Allen Or, or Abel Maripool. Uh, uh It's like a Like a slap in the face That they brought this art To the world To bring awareness And we looking at it And like Just dancing on it Not being aware Not being aware Now I've seen I've seen photos of I've seen photos of of lynching of lynchings and their heart they mm, it's very painful. It's very painful to actually see what they did to us. What will possess you? What kind of hate can you fester in your body that you can you can conjure a type of hate 
that will cause you to hang a man, castrate him, and then burn him on fire. Did you know they used to take souvenirs from the lynchings? It was a public affair. They would lynch they would lynch some 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 innocent person just because just because they could just because they could and then you look at the 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 government who are complicit who was complicit who 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 will always remain complicit complicit Look at the look at the urban what they call the urban neighborhoods, the ghettos with all the drugs at. Look at Chicago. Look where all the drugs went. This was the FBI. This is the, this is not no conspiracy theory. This is you just just research it. You had the Black Panthers, you had the Black Panthers in the neighborhoods trying to raise the consciousness of the people in the neighborhood. Keep the people together Keep them unified So To counteract Now this would be something That a person The average individual Would think That is a good thing This is a good thing This is something That you would want To promote You would want to say Alright yeah uh, You guys starting The breakfast program You guys got An after school program You got these Different activities Going on for the kids You're teaching the youth This is something That you will want this, These are the things That cultivates A community that build strong communities, that make us want to go to work, that make us want to pay taxes, that make us want to be upstanding citizens of this nation. But this is your government, though. This is your government. This is the the top dog in charge. This is the individual you appeal to when you're wronged. But this is the same entity that's the the cause of your hurt and your pain. What type of evil, what type of evil would make you take an individual, castrate them, shoot them, sick dogs on them, hang them, then burn them. What type of hate? What did we do? What's the purpose? What's the purpose you curse us? Why? And then you wonder why black people are hesitant when it comes to their government. Wasn't it the same government that that went to these black people and uh, said, oh, we're going to give you a vaccine or we're going to give you a shot to prevent certain types of illnesses or whatever? I forgot what they told them it was for, but they gave them money. I think it was two to five dollars. Come sign up. 
and we're going to give you this vaccine or this this injection is going to help you uh fight against fight against some disease i gotta i gotta research that what was it what was the the, the catch because they told him it was something else but this is the government though you have your trust that these people are impartial these people are not they're not on this side they're not on this side these are the people that's on the right side these are the people that govern us these are the individuals we elect to govern us so they have to be impartial but they're not <laughs> they're not what type of evil what type of evil that's in you that will cause you to do this to an individual think about it the panthers out there trying to raise the consciousness of the community you call them terrorists but the clan you allowed the clan to do all those lynchings all those lynchings the, the clan will come out take somebody black law enforcement wouldn't do anything about it the government wouldn't do anything about it but they're a legitimate organization though see how the the shoe the shoes on the other foot what do you want really what do you want How much more do you want? That's why it's so important for black people to be on one accord. Nothing, nothing, nothing that has been given to us. Nothing that has been given to us has been for our betterment as it has been for our demise. Everything. Everything they do is for your demise. It's not for your betterment. So you really have to question if you can inject, if you can inject syphilis into human beings just to see what's going to happen when it goes untreated. This is just a, 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 a case study. This is just a case study. But you're going to use these people as guinea pigs and then lie to them. And say oh we're helping you We're helping you But you want me to run down and get a vaccine in my arm When I know this history No No because I don't trust you I have reason not to trust you Your word means nothing to me your promises means nothing to me. Nothing. You have no credit. Your words mean nothing. You can promise me a million dollars and show it to me in my face. I would not believe you. I would not believe you. Your word is nothing. I seen a, 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 a old news clip of different black people you know, crying for social justice. And one brother said, he said, he said, we take you guys on your word. You tell us to, to, to work hard, to earn, to go to work every day. And we're doing this. We take that on your word that you're men. 
He said, but you're not men. You're cowards. You're slime buckets. You go back on your word. But you try to tell us, oh, this is the way to be, to be upstanding. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps. Lace your bootstraps up and, and stand up. This is the rhetoric they say. When the cards are stacked against you. You say black people are lazy. Oh, the only thing we want to do is smoke blunts and listen to rap music. Was they smoking blunts and listening to rap music in the town of Greenwood? When you came through with, 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 with planes dropping bombs on that town, destroyed the whole town, and then, then built freeways through it. So it can never be rebuilt. It can never be brought back. You can never repair what you destroyed. Never. We need to wake up. Billie Holiday was a martyr. She was a martyr because she refused to stop singing this song. She refused. They threatened her livelihood. Threw her in jail. But she wouldn't stop singing the song. Resilience in your face. And I think that should be honored. I think that should be honored. So this podcast is the Spoken Soul Spotlight and we're spotlighting Billie Holiday. And the great artists that followed her who tried to hold up that mantle and, and make this song relevant because Billie, Billie Holiday sung it, but also Nina Simone came back and she redid it. And, and a lot of people know Nina Simone's version of the song is a more popular version of the song. Well, in my opinion, because I, I knew of the song from Nina Simone, you know, because uh, I believe me and my mom was having a conversation about that song. And I was like, no, that was Nina Simone. She's like, no, that was Billie Holiday. I was like, Billie Holiday sung Strange Fruit. And I looked it up and I'm like, wow, Billie Holiday did sing Strange Fruit. She was the first one. You know, but I was I was familiar with the Nina Simone's version. But this is the spotlight to to pay homage. To pay homage. Me seeing that video, me seeing that video of the of the guy dancing to that song. So cavalier just dancing. And he he think he he busting it up on some hip hop stuff, but he don't know he don't know the history behind that song. Like sit that one down Sit that one down You should have chose another song Cause it's like a slap in the face A slap in the face A spit in the face To, to dance on the words That was trying to bring the awareness Of what they was doing to us That they try to cover up They try to cover it up Who are you to decide who lives or dies? Resilience. We are a resilient people. Now we have to unify. We have to unify. 
And it's not more so about our blackness. It's not more so about our blackness. We have to unify because we're endangered. It's hunting season. We have enough trials and tribulations to deal with the world. Then we have to deal with, with, with each other. And we have to deal with each other. At this day and age, at this day and age, you are a lame if you hate black people. I'm talking to black people. I know they're going to hate us. I know they're going to hate us. They've been hating us forever. They've been hating us forever. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about us. If you hate your skin, if you hate the skin that you're in today, this day and age, you are lame. God is so twisted. You don't have no type of awareness of what's going on. You think everything is peaches, peaches and cream. They out here trying to eradicate you. Eradication. And then we're helping. Why is it so easy? Why is it so easy to see someone who looks just like you and destroy it? Who made you hate yourself? Who made you hate yourself to that point? This is not you. Who taught you that you was the worst thing ever breathing? Who taught you that? Talking to all my brothers that be out there banging. You out there banging. Why is it so easy for you to run up on a brother and end his life? But you have a fear You have a fear to run up on Another another race And do the same thing you would do to your own You wouldn't do it Because it's a fear that's there It's a fear You shouldn't be out there hurting anyone Let alone your own people Why? Why is it so easy to look at your brother and sister and hate? And hate. Who told you that was cool? We as a people need to wake up, man. Wake up. If we don't start thinking along the lines of community, black economics, we won't be here in the future. We won't be here. Everyone else practice economics. The Asian community, they, they practice Asian economics. The Jewish community practice Jewish economics 
why is only you only you that support everybody but you you got some brothers and sisters out there doing the work but we need more we need more If you ever sit back and, and, and wonder why Why they go so hard for us Why they go so hard for us Billie Holiday wasn't the only one they came for Wasn't the only artist they came for any artist that sh- that stands up for social change who stands up and try to enlighten their people try to uplift their people they're targeted because it's obvious it's obvious they don't want this particular people to rise why they say they have an old chinese proverb to say that black people are like sleeping giants when they wake up it'll be hell to pay it's time for us to wake up it's time for us to realize the plight everybody is thinking it's about a bag it's all about self-preservation it's all about self 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 It's not about network. It's not about community. Communities are made. They're built. You don't don't move into communities. You build communities. You build communities. But in order to build communities, you have to have the right mindset. It's too much what they call stinking thinking. Too much. It's too much I got to get over. It's all about me. Scam culture. Scam culture. That shit is beneath us. It's beneath us. But this is becoming the new wave. It's becoming a new wave. Let me see where I can get off you. Let me see what I, let me see what I can scam off you. You don't got to scam. You just got to work and, and and work proper economics. But that start first that we got to we got to look at each other and care. I said this before in one in, the, in another podcast that when you manifest the number one key to manifestation, you know, people people think that it's uh, it's belief. Think it's belief. Belief is very strong. is is definitely a part, but it's not number one. I would say belief is number two. You got to have conviction, belief of what you're trying to manifest, but that's not number one. The number one thing. The number one. Thing that it takes to manifest 
Ready? Drum roll. Care. Care. You have to care enough in order to make change. And if you don't care, nothing will ever change. I ask people sometimes, I was like, I was like, what's the first thing you do when you get in the car and you're about to drive? Because a friend of mine, he posed this question to me. He was like, what's the first thing you do when you get in the car? So I'm like, I'm saying all different types of things. I'm saying adjust my, my mirrors, look at my rear view, adjust my side mirrors, you know, uh, make sure my music is good or whatever. Everything is set. And he said, nope. That's what you're talking about. He's like, the first thing you do when you get in the car. And I'm like, I don't know. Ain't nobody said. He said, you put your foot on the brake. And I was like, wow, you're right. <laughs> That's the first thing you do. But you don't think about it when you're doing it. It's natural. Like when you get in the car, you put your foot on the brake. Before you even put the key in the ignition, the foot is right there on the brake. Next time you get in your car, try to try to be aware and you'll see. First thing, your foot go on the brake. And uh, the first thing we need to do is to put our foot on the brake. Put the foot on the brake. And care. Care what happens to your fellow brother and sister. Care what happens to your community. Care. Care that the elevator is always pissy. Care that, you know, that 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 there's trash and, and graffiti all over the walls or whatever the case may be. And I'm not talking about art. I'm talking about I'm talking about just vandalism. Communities are built. You don't move into communities. You don't, oh, uh, I'm going to get rich and I'm going to move into this community and, and all my troubles is going to be over. No, no. Communities are built brick by brick. That's why a lot of these people don't want you in their communities. You got money, you just hit the lotto, you, you know what I'm saying? You're an athlete or whatever the case be, and you move to these communities. They don't want you there because they felt that we did the work. We built this community. This is our community. So why be where, you, where you're not welcomed? Build your communities. You can look at the projects. You can turn this whole shit around on them. Look at the projects. You got all these brothers and sisters in the projects. Projects, projects are like condos. You ain't got to really worry about too much. Hurricane protection, tornado, and you're secure. Buildings are strong. And you see now a lot of a lot of these these other, you know, ethnic groups are coming into the projects. This was the designated area for the niggas. I'm looking in my area. They got a, a one, a, like a one point or a, a, I don't know how much, but it's a lot of money 
490 million or fit of 500 million going in to the neighborhood in my neighborhood in this area in this neighborhood because they got plans for it i see it i see it they got plans for it so you, you're starting to see them making the community look more like a, a downtown brooklyn or park slope or whatever the case may be but it's coming at a cost they want you out because they got other plans this was the, the projects was where they sent because if you remember a lot of black people were upstate new york and they got driven to the cities because white people was up there with their communities so a lot of black people went to the cities they had designated areas for them the projects the slums but but these communities these communities are rich that's why you see all of these businesses in these communities look in these urban areas you got a corner store in the middle of the block you got a corner store at the other end of the block and you got a corner store in the beginning of the block everywhere you go convenience is there you have all the tools you need to transform your community you just need that one element that you're missing care you gotta give a fuck care care what happens to your fellow brother and sister and that's what we lack that's why we can never manifest we can never manifest because we don't care enough to care add that ingredient and you have a, a five star winning dish care with black people's resilience with their tenacity, their, their their strength, their abilities. Put some care in there. Care about your fellow brother and sister. Because we are so individual. We're so selfish nowadays because this is the culture. It's selfish culture now. That's the culture today. Selfish culture. It's pretty much, I'm about to bag me and my team that's it that's what it's about it's not about community it's not about oh let's get together oh let me let me let me i know this brother right here he cut here i cut here and you got the brother up the block cut here we all cutting here out our crib yo let's put our bread together and let's get us a little shop you know networking networking but we got to care enough we got to get past the hate and disdain that we feel for each other. Why? Who told you to hate yourself? Who told you that you weren't enough? Somebody told you this shit. They didn't probably tell it to you directly, subconsciously. Somebody told you you wasn't shit and that your people aren't shit. That's why you don't want to invest in them. That's why you don't want to invest in you because you feel that you're not worthy. But you're wrong So wrong Black economics There's nothing wrong with it It makes sense It's what everybody's doing It's the wave 
Next time you in the neighborhood and you you in the um in the hood, go to the uh Chinese restaurant and ask them for for an application. Tell them you know how to make egg rolls and you know how to, you know what I'm saying, you can chef it up, you've been chefing it up, uh, and see if they give you a position in their in their um in their establishment. See if they don't practice Chinese economics. Or go or go into a Jewish community. They got them down Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Go to Williamsburg. Go into one of them nice uh, Jewish neighborhoods and go into one of the stores and, and ask for a position in one of they as a cashier. Or, you know, ask for a position as a stock, a, a, no, to, to, to uh, stock the uh, items on the um, shelves or whatever the case may be. See what they tell you. It's obvious. Everyone practices their own economics. And it's time that we do the same. It's time that we care enough about our dollar because our dollar is the only thing they respect about us. The only thing they want from us. And when are we going to wake up to understand that and use that knowledge to our benefit? Take that money and make it work for you. The bag you're trying to you're trying so hard to get, make that bag work for you. The only way I feel, and I've thought about this, I've really put thought into it. And the only thing, or I think the quickest way that we can affect change for our people is through practicing. Black economics Buy black Sell black Support black Support Who support you Stop being about a competition It's not about racism It's not about hate Just because I want to practice Black economics Doesn't mean I hate white people Because I don't I don't hate white people I don't hate no people I don't have the capacity. I don't have the energy to sustain that form of an emotion. To, to, to carry it around with me. I, I don't have that. I don't have that strength to carry that with me. But I do have love for my people. I do love my people. You are beautiful. Every chance I get I try to Every chance I get I try to Reinforce that You are beautiful You are worthy I just pray we see that That we know that That we know that We're worthy We're worth the investment Billy Holiday, Nina Simone, Abel Mirapol were heroes. Heroes stood in the face of the oppressor and wouldn't budge. Threatened with prison, even on her deathbed, they try to get. They try to get her 
to, you know, confess to her wrongs and all that. <laughs> she laughed at them. Sing that song till I ain't got no breath to sing it. So this is my attempt to cause the people to remember. Remember our fallen heroes, our martyrs who who sacrificed themselves. Sacrificed themselves for our betterment. I'll be damned if I let that be forgotten. This is very this is this 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 is a very strong emotion that I have about this. I want them to be remembered. I want us to remember. I want us to remember what they did to us, what they're doing to us. And I want it to stop. I care enough to do whatever whatever I have in my power to make it stop. Bring awareness, write a poem, whatever I need to do. And we all gotta chip in. We all gotta we all gotta put our our back into this work. We gotta look at each other and love each other. I'm not talking about no kumbaya and all. I'm talking about real love, care, what happens to each other. This is this is this is one of the purposes of this podcast. Able to bring awareness, reach people with words. And please don't misconstrue this with any type of of hate for any other race because I don't hate no people. I think everybody should love themselves. Everyone should love themselves. Everyone should have a, a certain pride about where they emanate from, where they come from. But I don't want to be demonized for having that same pride Like everyone else can stick together And have their organizations But when we have our organizations Our leaders get shot and killed We get labeled as terrorist organizations They put in a, a constitution That we have the right to bear arms The Panthers utilized and recognized that right And you call them terrorists the clan exercised that right 
and they're a Christian organization. We're not stupid. I know you. I, I know. I know what it is. I think. I think. I know what it is. I think it's it's because of the fact that there was a time where we couldn't read. There was a time. I ain't gonna say we couldn't read. There was a time where it was against the law to read if you were black. Google that. Google that and see how many years ago that was. Can't be too much over a hundred years ago where it was illegal to read if you were black. If that don't tell you, if that don't tell you that this government is complicit, is complicit with this foolishness. The, the fact that we are right here, still here, still breathing, still existing is, is a feat. That alone, all the stuff that we've been through in this country. The fact that we still exist here is phenomenal. But the but the entire way, the entire way, it was the government aiding and abetting this terrorism that has affected our people. And enough is enough. Enough is enough. The Scottboro boys. Convicted of being of, of raping Of raping a white woman Never did it So many different instances Where individuals Were sent to the electric chair Sent to the electric chair But uh For for for, for doing heinous crimes That they didn't commit It was just enough Oh a black man did it A black man did it No proof One thing you had to do, Oh a black man did it Emmett Till White woman said he whistled at her. He whistled. So that was deserving of him dying. And then and then I believe she just came out and said she was lying. Lying. We as a people need to wake up and care about each other. Care about what happens to each other. Care about us. But we pay homage to Billie Holiday. And all the other artists who sacrificed their livelihood to bring awareness to the issues that was affecting us the most. I want to remind the audience, if you guys want to get on the Spoken Soul Sessions podcast, hit me up at SpokenSoulSessions at gmail.com. Hit me where I can see your work. Hit me with some links I can see your work Or I can read some of your work Send me some poems uh, I do a spotlight every Tuesday So I'm out there looking So you can make my You can uh, kind of make my look A little bit easier 
by you know making yourself available and um look um shout me out at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com and uh i'll get you on the show definitely definitely get you on the show and any of you guys that's interested in writing a book or publishing your book i have uh i have uh my brothers over there at inner child press in the child press uh they got a 10 percent discount off of all of their packages when you use the promo code spoken soul soul is spelled s-o-l so use that promo code spoken soul and you can get a 10 percent discount on all the packages that they offer over there at inner child press go check them out uh Matter of fact, let me just play that commercial so you guys can get all the, the information off of that. We'll play that and we'll come right back. Hello, this is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific embracing and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Inner Child Press International offer to you, his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at InnerChildPress.com. And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are InnerChild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.InnerChildPress.com. Thank you. So, yeah, you guys, you guys go over there and you want to get your book published. Go check out that my brother. Just Bill, uh, he really cares about your words. He really cares about getting you published. He has published hundreds and hundreds of, of authors, first-time authors. So we'll go over there and give him a, a, a look around. And if you're looking to publish your book, chat book, novel, or whatever was going on. But you guys, man, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for tuning in, spending some time with me. And I want to leave you guys With some words of encouragement I want you to know Coming from me That you are worthy I want you to know That you are enough It's time for us to rise up And be righteous Not religious but righteous let's love each other let's reinforce positive affirmations of one another when we see each other in the street let's greet each other let's increase this love let's let's increase the love between us so many things has been has been purposely 
put as obstacles to divide us, to keep us away from coming together because they know when we come together, we are powerful. We are powerful beyond measure. I'm telling you, love who you are and don't allow anyone to make you feel less than because the color of your skin. You are adequate. There is nothing wrong with you. If they can't see your beauty, you see your beauty. And we reinforce it with each other. I love you. I love you. I'm not afraid to say that I love you. And I hope you love me too. Peace. Peace.